With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This man's been sensational for us right throughout the spring. Thanks to Winning Edge Investments, you can start betting like a professional. Chances are you're about to lose. Dean Evans, Dano, good morning to you, mate. It doesn't get any better for us racing fans. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. And um, yeah, this is this is uh, undoubtedly one of the best days of the year, Derby Day. Three Group Ones, We've got the Golden Eagle, Anna Giga, Kick and Rose Hill. Uh, you know, all the best horses are, are on show here and um, some, some massive fields and some, you know, plenty of value and plenty of different opinions. It's Macca's Day every day for us here on, on Giddy Up, especially with the new McCrispy. But I think it'll be Macca's Day tomorrow. It'll be remembered as J-Mac's Day. I, I've... I'm thinking that J-Mac could just have a dead set fill up there tomorrow. He, I've got him winning close to, I like, I think he can win six or seven races tomorrow, Dino. Yeah, he's um, he's definitely got the best book of rides. Um, and, you know, he's starting to hit some form now. Yeah. Um, after running the Cox Plate winner, I thought he was a little bit slow early in the spring, but he's, he's definitely starting to come right now. And he's obviously, he dominated Derby day before, um, we've seen him ride to the four or five winners on uh, on the big days before here at Flemington. He rides the track very well, so um, so yeah, I can see him doing it again tomorrow. Today's wagering update brought to you by Bet Three Six Five, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's have a look at the Group Ones at Flemington. We'll start off with the Coolmore and Shinzo's at five fifty and two forty. He's had good support the last twenty four hours. This Galloper, Chris Waller made Shinzo his best for the week. Now that's some push from the master trainer. Sillins at four dollars forty. Don Corleone's at a big price, but Mickey Gannon gave him a push yesterday. He's at sixty one dollars. V eight coming back from a Caulfield Guineas at nineteen. Kings Gambit at eight fifty. Stepati also coming back from a Guineas at twelve. Snapbacks at a big price. Arkansas Kid at $41. I'm Unstoppable at $11. Osmosis at $13. And then we go down to the Phillies. Tis Invincible, $17. And Stratton Angel at $10. So the Golden Slipper form leads the market with Cylinder and Shinzo here, Dino. How do you read this this year's Coolmore? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a great race. And like you say, we've got horses coming from all sorts of different form lines. At all the top form lines, you got runners coming out of the Everest, um, coming out of the, the Golden Rose. Um, and then um, we've even got three, and it's been a while, I think, since we've had them, but three coming out of the Caulfield Guineas from the mile back to 1,200, which the mile back to 1,200, to me, is often uh, you know, one of the best betting propositions. Um, we've seen so many horses win big races, horses like Trapeze Artists doing that. The other thing is they usually do it off a, off a four-week break, um, a three-week break. Uh, you know, the shorter the break when you try and go from mile to 1,200 is, is not quite as ideal. And um, I think those mile horses just, they don't quite have the favours in this race, but it's usually a good, uh, it's usually a good pointer. Um, you know, the top two in terms of the, the, the ones coming out of the Everest do look um, the class horses. Shinzo, uh, you know, was only beaten 3.9 lengths in the Everest. Home Affairs was beaten 5.4 lengths in the Everest. 
uh, also running Knight and then bolted him to win this race a couple of years ago by three lengths. So Shinzo profile is very similar, same trainer, jockey, owner. Uh, and Cylinder, obviously, we know very well, ran second on the Clipper, was fifth in the Everest, um, and it is certainly in the race. Um, they're, they're starting to get back now, you know, Shinzo's into sort of five fifty-six dollars Cylinder's into $4.60. Um, there's a couple of value here that I quite liked um, down the bottom, Tis Invincible. That's sort of seventeen dollars, eighteen dollars. She was just very, very impressive. You know, we followed her all the way through in her first three runs this prep. Um, she did nothing wrong, and and uh, you know, winning the Rosebud, the Furious, and the T Rose was very impressive. And Karen Martha was saying she could be the best three-year-old um, in the country, and then in the flight, she was just caught sort of wide, no cover, um, and she stuck on, beating two point nine lengths. She's back to twelve hundred here after thirty-five day break. Um, and I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised that sort of seventeen, eighteen dollars available about this filly. She's very, very good. Uh, I think she's a big chance. Um, the other really big odds that I uh, think uh, you know um, been missed by the market is, is Nadal. Uh, it was impressive when he was made and first up. Um, he ran some big numbers, plus ten point one for the last six hundred meters. Then he was probably the run of the race in the run to the Rose. Um, still in the one, but but Nadal again outpointed him. Uh, with the sectionals, it was a plus 7.2 last 400 and a plus 5.5 last 600, which was um, outpointing cylinder there. And then I think in the Golden Rose, it just didn't quite run the, the 1400. Um, horses coming off the Golden Rose straight into the Coolmore have won four of the last 12 years from only 25 runners. It's actually the best profiled race to come out of to win this race. Um, and so I thought Nadal was a big price. And the other one, uh, there's a big price and also with Moravia, who again is second in the San Domenico and the run to the Rose, and very unlucky in the Golden Rose, around six, got held up most of the way. Um, and again, I'm a, a big fan of them coming from the Golden Rose um, and then into this race. It's got a very, very good record. So, although I think Shinzo and Cylinder are the ones to beat, I'm quite keen on, on backing Tizan Vistable and Nadal and Moravia at big odds for, um, for a really decent collect. We had Will Bourne on Giddy Up's Wednesday debate, and he indicated that Nadal's. Probably got the X factor in that stable at the moment, Kiramar and David Eustace, because of those sectionals and what the, the sectionals he can produce towards the back end of his races, especially over those shorter trips, as you just explained. So he could be the player to price there, Nadal, if you like a roughie there in the Coolmore. Let's have a look at the other feature three-year-old event there at Flemington. It's the Classic, and it is, of course, the VRC Derby. Apulia is on the back up again. Three weeks on the trot. $4.20 with Bet365. Verdad at $9. Riff Rockets, the solid favourite at $2.20. And then we go down to Sunsets, who defeated Riff Rocket in the Classic at Caulfield the other day at $13. And then big prices for the rest. Can you take $2.20 about Riff Rocket, Dan? Oh, I asked Chris Waller yesterday on Giddy Up. I said, Chris, um... Do you think he'll get a strong 2,500 metres? What's your gut feel? And he believes that he will. I think that's the big question, Mark. If you think he will get the trip, then just back him um, because that $2.20 might represent some value. Yeah, look, I sort of I went through the, the profiling of the Derby the last 12 years. Six up or six up of one nine of the 12. I usually coming up either around the Vars or the, the Norman Robertson. Um, you know, they've usually won two or three races. Inside barriers, one to seven of had nine winners, um, and usually over 60k prize money and over 10k average prize money for a start. And Riff Rocket ticked just about every box, so I was trying to find some way to to not like him at that price. Yeah. Um, and really, it's only coming down to the price now. I think he's he's very impressive winning the Superimpose. He was sort of second beaten the nose on the 
sprint home off a really, really slow speed in the Norman Robinson is clearly the one to beat with J-Mac on. I think it's just, can you really take, uh, you know, five to four about a horse in a, in a 2,500-metre uh, derby for three-year-olds? And, and for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet around them, but only on that on that premise. I think Aprila is obviously the one to beat, but, but I haven't seen a horse race three weeks in a row into a derby. And, um, you know, it either means he's super fit or, you know, uh, you might get a bit tired at the end of the 2,500 he's been up for quite a while. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm probably without a huge amount of confidence that Air Assault sort of won the Hill States by 3.4 length and led the Vars um, on a decent speed. And I thought he stuck on well for third there. And even though he sort of was going backwards um, at the top of the straight, he then actually started coming back and was actually making ground at the end on sort of um, on a peeler. So, uh, so I think Air Assault will actually get to 2,500. Um, Sunset's obviously hit the line really strongly with the fourth and the superimposed and then won the Norman Robinson in a sprint time against Rick Lockett. Uh, and gold bullion for the one over 1800 from flopped in the Norman Robinson who's vetted beforehand and maybe could bounce back. So, look, Riff Rocket absolutely the one to beat. And if you're super confident, we'll run the 2500 and back him. But for me, I think just the way the race shapes up, I, I think back in the sort of uh, air assault, gold bullion, and sunsets are really big odds. Um, gives you a d- good chance of, again, a big collect. So, air assault, you can get $17 gold bullion. He's currently at $29. And then you go down to Sunsets, who's at $13. So some value there, but um, I think we both agree there that the, the horse definitely to beat is um, Riff Rocket there for Chris Waller and James McDonald. And uh, the final yeah. of the group ones there at Flemington, mate, is the Empire Rose. Alcohol Free is one of the most fascinating runners of the day for mine. This is the mare that was purchased for just over $10 million by Yearlong Farm in England at a horse sale there. She was the, the second highest... Gallop up, um, purchased there at a sale in the UK. So she just went for just over $10 million. She hasn't said the world on fire, set the world on fire since arriving in Australia, but I thought her run in the invitation was better. And then they floated her down to Melbourne. She's on the quick backup. She gets to 1600 on a big spacious track and she's into $6 now with bet three, six, five. She's been a touch easy the last 24 hours, but she had some good backing earlier on in the week. Princess Grace at six fifty, Hope in Your Heart at seven, a tissues at five dollars. She's been the best backed in the last twenty four hours, and she'll be the favourite at the moment. Then Wishlaw Lass on the quick backup, she's at ten dollars. More secrets. Wayne Hawks gave her a really good push on the means test there on Monday, and she's at nineteen dollars here, Dino. Yeah, look, it's, it's an interesting race. This. The last 12 years of profile, and they can run from sort of win from third up to six up. They can win off a seven to 28 day break at any age range. Um, probably the couple of most interesting factors about this race seven of the 12 winners have won at double figure odds between 11 to 40, 40 to 1 uh, SP. So it's a roughies race. And the other thing um, that's really remarkable about this race is 11 of the 12 last 12 winners have been between barriers eight and 13. Um, the inside gates, uh, you know, over the mile at Flemington. In this particular race, um, with such which always has such a big field and a competitive field, I think uh, the horses sort of stuck on the fence, just struggle to get a run through, don't really, mm. you know, blend into the race over the mile, um, and and that's a really, uh, you know, really big factor in terms of fighting the winner of this race, just the way the race shape works for this mare's race over a mile. So, um, so I'm I'm always looking for a runner that, that's drawn wide and is sort of going to blend into the race with horses that lead. Um, and sort of win over the core field and, and Mindy Valley leading to this race usually uh, don't actually win the big one here. 
Um, I do like a tissue. Uh, she ran fifth in this race last year, beaten two lengths. She's going much better now. The second Espiona in the Golden Pendant. She ran similar late sectionals. And she was wide no cover in the King Charles. The one looks much better, uh, was much better than what looks in the form. Um, she is the one to beat. Uh, I thought might get a bit of a better price than that. Given she ran second last in the King Charles, but um, market has found her. She is the one to beat. I think uh, the horse that you mentioned, More Secret, ran third in the Queen of the Turf. Group one last prep at the gods. She ran the quickest late section was in the Anx last start and third. Uh, I wish she'd drawn wider, but she can certainly win. Um, Hinged has been solid this prep, not flying, but you know, has the right trainer, jockey draw and, and map. The Blongie's come off the air for the first time in a long time and uh, she had a, a true uh, actual fibrillation a couple of starts ago. Um, and they often can bounce back and really improve off that. And then I think 1900's probably a bit too far for her last start in the hill, but, but she can sort of bounce back and and then, of course, like Life Lessons, Renaissance Woman and, and Barbie Fox were all, they're just all racing really well in good form. Um, and they're drawn wide and they're the type of horses that blend into the race. So, again, given this is a race where, you know, runners at big odds um, have a really good record and, um, and, and outside barriers are quite suited, I'm, I'm probably going to go a bit wide in this race too, Gareth. And, and although, you know, a tissue is definitely clearly the one to beat, I think, um, you know, there's horses like, Things and more secrets and life lessons, and it's not more than Barbie Fox, and they're all sort of 20 to 30 to 1. Um, and you could get, again, a, a really big collect in a race with a, a historical profile and kind of suits. Yeah, it's, a, it's always an interesting race. There's a few chances there. I'm, I'm with you. I agree. Tissue's definitely the horse to beat, but um, there's some. And Chris Wall even mentioned, I, I'm glad you mentioned Hinge because if she turns up at her best, she's a better horse than all of them. But that's the question mark, um, whether she can do that or not. So it's always a, it's an interesting race, uh, the Empire Rose. It's a deep field once again, a competitive race. What is it, 5 or $6 the field now? We've bet 365. 0499736736 to join our conversation. Let's have a look at Rose Hill. Looking at the weather forecast, they're expecting rain today and 1 to 15 millimetres tomorrow on race day here so how do you think this track will play or what range will be will we be trying to work with there tomorrow dean in your eyes uh yeah it's tricky um i'm a little bit better at picking horses than weather i can yeah. tell you it's um it's, it's tough going you know my, my uh my phone's telling me anywhere between one and 15 millimeters tomorrow um yep. with high winds um and uh and you know this sort of the shower developing at the moment, they haven't come through here, but um, you know, possibly zero to three millimetres. There's been a whole heap of uh, wind as well tomorrow. So um, it's, a, it's a tricky one. It's going to be a sort of race-by-race proposition, I think, in terms yeah. of when it comes and how bad it is. But, um, uh, you know, there's, it, it certainly favours and doesn't favour some horses in both the Golden Eagle and the, um, uh, and the Giga Kick. And, and there's certainly one horse in the Giga Kick that I'm quite keen that the rain's come down for that I, uh, I've been hoping the rain would come down for for quite a long time um, in, in Bella and Fatima. So, um, you know, yep. that, that's going to be a, a bet for sure. I think now that she's finally got a, a track with some, uh, with some given it. So who wins the, the Golden Eagle? A Y50440. Trisha, unfortunately, has been scratched. Pericles at 13. Golden Mile at 34. Kova Lika at $10. Ozapenko at 11. So Blinkers go on both those horses for Waller. Then we go down to the horses also in the market. Ombera Buramai at $11, the Japanese galloper. 
and Amelia's Jewels into 380. Legato 750. I'd be concerned if there's rain around for Amelia's Jewels. Simon Miller's been on the record saying that she doesn't really, well, at home she hasn't really appreciated some given the ground. So she's probably for mine at rock bottom, at a rock bottom price now at 380. How do you assess this year's Golden Eagle? Yeah, I think the, the rain's really thrown a bit of a spanner in the works. And I think, um, you know, there were people who were very keen on, on the Hawaii 5.0 and on form. You know, that run in the Everest was huge on the day that on speed and fence was favoured. And, and she was, was sort of wide and, uh, and didn't get cover for a lot until only beaten 2.4 lengths. So, um, but the interesting thing about this race, all, all of the four winners have come off a group one mile, you know, off either an Epsom handicap run or a two-rack handicap run. And, and I think with the rain, it's just going to make it even harder uh, for a horse coming up a 1200 meter run to, to win. So I think, you know, Hawaii 5 is a question mark. And I think so does Amelia Jewel, as you said, on the wet track. So the two I'm keen on, I think, you know, Kovalika, a Group 1 derby winner, um, and, and Colette won the race coming, coming up a, a, an Oaks win. So beat, second beat in the nose and he had some handicap and charged home for fifth in the King Giles and the Crooked Plate section of that race. Uh, drawn wide, but for the first time, it, you know, if the track's wet, um, that might not be as bad as it usually is at Rose Hill. Um, and, and ticks just all the other boxes for the winner of this race. So I'm quite keen on Kovalika and, and also Penko, the other one, who's really strong, where they made plenty of group one placings in the course of Guineas and Maccabi Diva, uh, drawing the middle of the field, handles the wet and probably gives it a big shake. And uh, and the other one who um, I'm just warning to now, I think because the track's wet and comes from you know, New Zealand and did win on some bog heavy tracks in New Zealand its first couple of starts is Legato, yeah. one of the Australian Guineas. And again, um, I thought you know, initially she might get too far back for this race, but now if the track can be really wet and you've got a pen proof, you know, potentially Hawaii 5 0 and Amelia Jewel, then, then probably Legato is the other one who comes into the race. All right, mate, can't wait for tomorrow. You found a bit of value for us there across the the feature races. So, um, yep, bring on Super Saturday. Three group ones there at Flemington to kick off the famous four-day carnival. And then we've got the Golden Eagle and also the Giga Kick there where we see some of the best, well, the best sprinter, arguably anyway, in this country. And think about it, taking on his, his stable mate and private eye and a, and a girl that loves a little bit of giving the ground in Bella Nipotina, who was, I had to watch that replay again. She was mighty there in that Sydney Stakes. Thanks for your time, mate. Um, enjoy tomorrow and back plenty of winners. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. And uh, same to you. Um, and just quickly, the best, and we keep on saying this, the the, the best winner that you can back, head to Winning Edge Investments, go to the membership page, sign up for a membership, especially at this time of the year. You type in SEN, you get a lifetime 50% discount off a membership for um, the rest of your life. So you can't beat that value there, Dino. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's been great having uh, so many of your listeners on board and we've had a huge spring and now we're coming into the, the biggest week of the year. All right, mate, we'll go and get them. Thanks for that, Dino. Appreciate your time. Cheers, Gareth. So there's Dean Evans there, winningedgeinvestments.com. Tips and ratings from professional punters throughout the spring racing carnival. Chances are you're about to lose.